I am not interested in getting anyone else's poop near me. Kind of makes me wish I was a woman sometimes. Welcome to Movie Mug and the Father and Son Podcast with Resting Bitch Face. Uh, I mean, you have it worse than I do. I do. I mean, I remember one time, me and my sister in the car, in the back seat, this was a while ago, it was winter and you had a good beard going and you had a beanie on. <laughs> uh, we were parked outside Little Caesars, I don't know if I said that already, but you walked out with the pizza and you just looked like a thug. <laughs> And I know uh, walking through the mall with you was always really easy. Not with mom. They always ask mom, hey, try this, whatever. And they just don't even make eye contact with you. I look like somebody not to be fucked with. Sometimes. I look like I'm somebody not who's always. just pissed off and just, you know what? You're going to talk to me. It's going to cost you. When you wear your shirt with the like the monkey playing the banjo on it, not so much. But, but maybe more with a beard. When you have a bigger beard, you look meaner. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's always been good for me because I'm an introvert and I don't really like a lot of human interaction. Fuck that shit. So it's kind of like a natural camouflage in a way, sort of. I don't look approachable, so people don't approach me. You've developed it over 51 years yeah. now. And, and it's an art at this point. <laughs> I'm 100% fine with it. All right. Well, I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are a father and son duo who love watching movies, having a conversation, but more importantly, spending quality father-son time together. Episode 49. One more. One more until 50. You think we'll make it? No. I'm, yeah, I'm not I'm <laughs> This not is sure. the last one. This could be. You never know. <laughs> Our house, house going to blow up or something? If everything goes as planned, we will be back for episode number 50. An assassin is going to come through that I mean, window yeah, right there. Can't promise anything. Our house has been struck by lightning before. It has, it's, which I thought was crazy. Yeah. I don't know how likely it is. I know for a person to get struck, it's less but I don't know about a house because it's much bigger. My grandfather got struck by lightning. I know. That's, you told me the story. He's walking home afterward or whatever, holding his, trying to hold his head together. He thought that his head had split open. Yeah. That's crazy. He drowned, and he got shot down in a B-17. I've heard drowned as in like they, well, I guess you could say drowned to death because yeah. I feel like drowned is a death word to me. If someone drowned, that means they died in my head, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure you can use it as in, oh, some a lifeguard got him and saved him or whatever. Well, or, I mean, you've seen that happen. Wendy Peppercorn and Squints brought him uh, back to life. I don't th- I think that was my grandfather. He drowned, though. <laughs> he did not drown. <laughs> he faked that He's one. He's a little weasel. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of cool, though. It was admirable. Kind of a sexual harassment there, too, I think. Yeah, but I mean, he was a kid. Can yeah. you even do anything about that? I mean, at a certain age, I think it becomes sexual harassment. At some other point, maybe it's okay. He could still pass know. as just like a dumb kid. Maybe. I mean, that's pretty much what he was. No, but. he was genius with that movie. Well, though. yeah, but you know what I meant. Dumb, dumb can mean multiple different things to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I got a lot for lobby time. So okay. let's get to it. It's lobby time with Vince and Jack. All right, everybody, welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobby. This is a time where we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to the movie we're going to be watching, but we still think it's important enough to warrant some airtime. So 
I got a lot of things. First of all, I got some bad news. Okay. Um, Bull Durham was actually inspired by a guy named Steve Dalkowski. Okay. As the Nuclear Louche. And he was a player who a lot of people said pitched over 100 miles an hour. Ted Williams went up against him one time, and Ted Williams is one of the greatest hitters ever. Said he's never seen somebody throw faster. Basically, wow. he went 46 and 80 in the minor leagues with 1,324 uh, strikeouts, but 1,236 walks, <laughs> Damn. 145 wild pitches. <laughs> so, Which is like it just goes anywhere. Yeah, you never know where it's going to go. The catcher doesn't God. have a chance to catch it. Basically... I mean, those are ridiculous numbers. The strikeout numbers, if his, if his walks would have been down, he might have been one of the greatest pitchers oh, of all yeah. time. But uh, that's a lot of fucking strikeouts. COVID-19 took him. Really? He, yep. Passed away. Fucking oh. coronavirus got him. Wow. How so, long ago uh, was that? Just like this week. Well, I mean, I guess you so got that was to a, listen to our episode. Yeah, that was our tribute to uh, <laughs> Steve Dalkowski, the guy behind the legend, which became Nuke Lelouch. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, not that he died, but that, <laughs> that is, is based on a true story. That, that is not cool that, that he is, died. That is based on a true story. Yeah, yeah. well, based on an urban legend of a true story, sort of. Yeah, whatever. Sort of. Based on something that existed in the world. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right. Um, you know, we've talked before that I used to have my own movie review book, mm-hmm. Vince's Movie Reviews, and I was going through it last night, and I realized that Dude, Where's My Car?, was in there. Okay. And so I just kind of want to read just a little bit about what I wrote about uh, that wonderful Probably much more movie. fondly Let's see here. than this past time. All right. Um, the first line was, oh my gosh, this movie was incredible. <laughs> Incredibly bad. Oh. I can't imagine. Fuck, that, that actually got me. I can't imagine how this movie actually got funded. Let's see. Uh, blah, blah, blah. The story was all over the place. There were so many stupid scenes that were meant to be funny, but just weren't. The movie was funny, but in a seventh grade kind of way. This was a bad movie, but something wouldn't let me turn it off. Probably my, at times, seventh grade sense of humor. Uh, Bucket of Chicken. The editors or whoever is responsible for making this movie shorter than an hour and a half. (laughs) Thank you from the very bottom of my heart. Jeez. (laughs) So that's what I had to say about... uh, That... Yeah, that's all I have to say about that from my movie review book. Um, next, remember I talked about how I uh, sometimes I'll put the channel on 50% off sex toys and mm-hmm. then your mom comes to bed. She's like, why does this turn this off? Yeah. And last week I was talking about how, you know what, I'm, I'm good enough for you just so I can take care of it and uh, stuff yeah. like that. She was in the bathroom for a while and I kind of watched it. Dude, I can't fucking compete. I'm just going to throw in the no, towel right now. No human can compete. <laughs> So they have this thing called the rabbit, which is uh, basically you you the the female. I guess a male could. There's too, a little like, baby finger on the bottom. Well, <laughs> it's it's like two things, and it just it like you you put the like vibrator in or the dildo. And I'm sorry, I'm doing it with my hands, showing yeah, you how you would do it. Seeing your and then yeah. they have these two other things, which are clitoral vibrating or something that just gets right to the goods. Yeah, man, and and then they have this other thing called. Uh, let me see. I took a picture of it. The donk. No, it's called the um, Venus Butterfly Vibrator. And basically it goes on with like garters and stuff and it stays on you the whole time and you have this little remote control. So like whenever you're feeling like I need a little stimulation down there, it's already on like a pair of panties. They also have a, a G-spot clitoral vibrator tongue. That this little it's this like, thing, a t- like, like a, a tongue comes tongue. out and like, yeah. Blah, 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 yeah. Blah, blah, blah. So I'm just going to, you know what? 
I got to fucking throw in the towel right there. Maybe back in like 1980, you could help please a woman, <laughs> but not with these new fucking. I mean, my electronic gosh. robotic fucker. Yeah, uh, I just I can't. It's crazy. I can't compete. And the and innovation. I only saw like two or three different things, and I was like, "Holy shit! Oh my gosh!" You know, kind of makes me wish I was a woman sometimes. No. Oh, no. I've seen. So there's this video. And uh, this uh, YouTuber I like is from like 2016. He was doing an unboxing from like mail, his P.O. box. There you go. And people liked sending him dildos and stuff as jokes. And there was one that was literally like, I didn't even think things like this existed. Like I've seen like what a big dildo looks like. But this one was like very thick. It was like an arm's length. I mean, I'd have to show you later. I mean, that's and on just, another lobby time we can talk about it. That's but, a joke, though. Nobody's using that. I mean, yeah, I guess it. It just looked like if, like, it would fuck up all of your innards mm-hmm. and reach your neck. Like that thing was huge. Yeah, but it, I mean, why do you buy that if you're like you're only gonna like? It's humanly impossible to ride anything but the tip or fuck anything but the tip. <laughs> Why do you buy that? And I bet that shit costs a fortune, too. I bet you buy it as a joke. That's like sitting on somebody's dresser or <laughs> something like that. On it. Yeah, because who's going to use something like that that's just going to stretch you out that much? I mean, I just I just don't understand. I feel like the one I understand are just dildos. Yeah. Just regular fun things, I guess. Not fun for me. But <laughs> I don't want that up my butt. But women have way more options than men, too. I mean, Sure. I mean, but you put that up your butt, and then, like, for a week, your doo doo just falls out. You just sit down, and you, I mean, you just. Yeah. It's just whistling. Imagine going after that. Hey, honey, I'm ready. You know, it's what it's did they like say? It's a hot dog in a hallway. Yeah, throwing a hot dog down a hallway. I mean, it's just, there's just no. It's, it's I, just, cr- I don't know. Not even like fathomable having something like that. I don't know. If you're a female who likes a big, huge dildo, let's, let's hear from you. All right. You got anything else for the lobby? Hopefully not, because I just took up a lot of it. Nope. All right, well, <laughs> I did Bull Durham last week, which was a clear A for both of us. Let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room and see what shit Jack deals out. Perfect. <laughs> okay, so this movie came out in 2005. It was rated PG. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, not preferable. Uh, Runtime of 113 minutes. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 75%, while the audience gave it a 51%. IMDb gave this a 6.2 out of 10 stars. And uh, the Mormon mothers tell us that there's both one use of sucks and you suck, and that Lisa wears tight clothing. Really, Mormon mothers suck? That's, that's, that's bad. It's a PG movie. All right, hang that's on. That's what parents wanting to watch a PG movie with their kids need to know. Lisa wears tight clothing. Is it The Simpsons movie? No. Oh, okay. See, I, I mean, I figured if I didn't remember the character named Lisa in this, you wouldn't either. This movie is called Zathura. <laughs> Zathura. I remember yeah. Zathura. That was a family favorite when you were a kid. I loved that movie. Dax Shepard. Josh Hutcher Hutchinson. And, uh... The girl from Twilight, Kristen Stewart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's okay. Lisa, I guess. I remember this being a fun movie. It was one of those movies that came on that when you were a parent, it was like, okay, I can tolerate this. It's not bad. It's an adventure slash family genre on uh, IMDb. So. Probably the first and only family genre movie that you will ever pick. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't like to pick more family movies, but if this is good, I might have to look. 
All right, let's do it. Let's take a movie mug and pause. And we are back after watching 2005's Zathura. Zathura? Zathura. Zathura? Yep. That's hard to say. (laughs) Not really. (laughs) Like Zathura is harder to say. It's one of those words that you say it over and over and over, and then it just does not sound right any way you say it, I think. That can happen with any word in my experience. Mm -hmm. I guess so. All right, let me give the 50 cent tour. Jumanji in space. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm basically... Well, not basically. It is. Let me see what the internet has to say. After their father is called into work, two young boys, Walter and Danny, are left in the care of their teenage sister, Lisa, and told they must stay inside. Walter and Danny, who anticipate a boring day, are shocked when they begin playing Zathura, a space-themed board game, which they realize has mystical powers when their house is shot into space. With the help of astronaut, the boys attempt to return home. They forgot about the the arguing part. Yeah, <laughs> and loud screaming. These brothers, man, they boyish little boy voices. Yeah, they uh, they got on each other's nerves quite a bit. For the most part, I don't really know what Danny did wrong. The younger one, he it was, was more of just like he was a little bit annoying in the beginning. He was a lot of bit annoying. Not in the beginning though. Mm. He didn't see. To me, I didn't feel like he did anything wrong. And then Walter was just kind of. Because Walter was the mean one from the get-go. Mm-hmm. Like, he, I don't know, he was just this, like, all-star big shot in his head. But he was just kind of a dick. Yeah, and he was played by PETA from The Hunger Games. Yeah, Josh Hutcher or Hutchinson, I can't remember. I thought, we both thought at the beginning of this movie, we were like, hey, because it starts with Tim Robbins. Yeah. And not only is Tim Robbins in it, he's got a baseball glove on and he's, and he's they're throwing playing the ball. Catch, yeah. yeah so. And that's the third Tim Robbins movie you said this month? Yeah. Yeah, Damn. absolutely. Shawshank, Bull Durham, and Zathura. Well, I mean, this wasn't, was better than the other this, two, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. This is, so this is <laughs> Tim Robbins' month. And I mean, I think that ties him up with, um, I can't remember Obi-Wan's name. Ewan McGregor. I think um, that ties him up with three movies each. I think Leonardo DiCaprio is right up there, too. Uh, all right. So, Zathura, you got these brothers who, I mean, they're going at it all the, all the time. Well, not going at it to me means, like, fighting now, like fist fighting. But they weren't fist fighting. Yeah, the older brother. They're screaming. PETA is, is a dick. Whining. And he's always coming down on his little brother, Danny, who, let me just say, Oh, man. Annoying. He was. I did not like that kid at all. I, I think, look, like the, the like Star Wars, The Phantom Menace with Jake Lloyd. Yeah. He was awful. And I felt like Jake Lloyd got uh, got the part because he knew somebody. He's like John Lucas's fucking George. step uncle. George Lucas. Whatever, man. George Lucas's. <laughs> John Lucas. I said John Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> so he he's George Lucas's step nephew or something like that. And... <laughs> So he just gave him a job. Jake Lloyd single-handedly ruined Star Wars for me. Like it just that episode or the rest. It just I never really enjoyed Star Wars after that. I guess Revenge of the Sith, The Return of the Sith, or whatever Revenge. was was okay. You've seen the Star Wars movies many more times than I have. Yeah, and I don't. And Look, you don't man, even know the titles. I'm, to, I'm an old school Star Wars guy. You remembered what episode four, May, five, and May fourth and fifth. May the fourth be with you, and then it's. Revenge of the Fifth. 
that's probably how I remember the name of that movie. Yeah. So I think Jake Lloyd got the job because he was related to somebody. I think this Danny kid, what's his name, Jonah Bobo. I yeah. think he got the job because he was related to somebody. I thought he was fucking terrible. This movie was hard for me to watch because he sucked. Yeah. He I mean, sucked. No, no one was really acting great except for Dax Shepard. Yeah. And uh, Tim Robbins. I mean, that's just kind of a given. But sometimes you watch a movie and you're like, I fucking hate that guy. He's terrible. And it kind of, I'm not saying he ruined the movie because I, I enjoyed It sounds like it. <laughs> I just, he was one of those kids. You know, I'm, all right, first of all, he's a kid. So look, no no kid actor is just phenomenal, although Abigail Breslin was phenomenal. Oh, yeah, Little Miss Sunshine. <laughs> yes, and, I, and I've seen some fantastic acting by far kids. Far and few between, or few and far but between. But this kid was awful. I mean, when when you can't even act when you're not saying anything, just by your looks and looking surprised or looking scared or looking concerned, he just sucked all over. And I don't know if he's been in anything else since then, he damn sure should. I mean, have. the way I, the way he looks. I mean, I'm sure he probably hasn't. <laughs> well, damn, going after his looks too, huh? Well, I'm not, like in his new, like the when you look in the cast and it mm-hmm. shows his adult form. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what he would be cast for besides like a another annoying a, a person, troubled, bullied teen. Pro- yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean, who wears too many wristbands and and well deserved on that bullying because <laughs> fuck, dude, he was annoying as hell. You're just approving the message of if they're annoying, bully the fuck out of them. Hey, I'm just following the lead of our president, right? Just Ooh. bully, bully, bully. If you don't like it, bully. You're going to have to cut that out. I'm not cutting that out. They're, the CIA is going to show up. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. The ATF will have to come for me, too. Yeah, I know. CIA for For all you. that tobacco you have. Mm-hmm. And that <laughs> alcohol. All right, enough politic talk. Um, TikTok. Huh. That sounded oh, interesting. Shut the fuck up. So it's Jumanji in space. They find a board game. They start playing it. Shit starts happening, like a meteor shower. Then these fucking Zorgon people show up, and it's just all this stuff. Their house is floating up in space. Yeah, like uprooted. (laughs) And, you know, all these bad things are happening. Like in Jumanji, all these bad things are happening. Mm -hmm. I don't really know what more I can say about the movie other than that. I mean, the whole time I was just watching this, I was imagining... Like, playing a board game and it happening to me. And, like, holy fuck, there's little meteors coming through our house and shit. And I just, I was trying to imagine, I mean, how cool that would be for a kid at first. Or really anybody. And then the terror that comes with parts of it. Even though the Gorgons, Zorgons, looked really shitty and used machetes. I mean, you pointed that out. (laughs) I hadn't even noticed it yet. It was just weird. They were these giant lizard people. And they they With, uh, they were hunchbacks too, and they held machetes, which just it just did and not it didn't look right. They arrive in these ships that are shooting rockets, and they look crazy. <laughs> and then I mean, the machetes fit their aesthetic as like a, a alien race. Like they just looked like this weird alligator people. Yeah, and like alligator people, I feel like machetes is a pretty appropriate weapon. I I just feel like they designed their ship like afterwards, and we're like, fuck. If you're it's fi- too late, if the deadlines. If you're basically a dinosaur do you need a fucking machete i mean if you're a fucking t-rex i mean a t-rex has small arms maybe but those things are also like huge so like but the zorgons are people sized but i assume they're stronger okay so they're a smaller godzilla does godzilla carry a weapon does he have nunchucks they didn't have plasma breath and they they the noises they made were "Mm." 
<laughs> like just from different pitches, the same noise and different pitches. Wait, that, like that low rumbling and then some roars. That didn't record. Can you do the Zorgon noises no. again? I mean, how about you try? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they, they're just dumb as fuck. They let a six-year-old kid outsmart them. A, a terrible six-year-old Well, he just kid. acted like he wasn't doing anything. He didn't act at all. <laughs> Give me a break. So I know five, six, seven-year-old Jack. This was right in your wheelhouse, oh, along with Jumanji, along with Spy Kids, along so, with Shark Boy and Lava Girl. I mean, all those movies I were love just that one too. Shark that Boy that and was Lava your jam. Girl. So, like, where did this, where did this land? Like on the charts of of Spy Kids and well, Shark Spy Boy Kids, and Lava Girl and Spy all. Spy Kids is at least the first one. That was my. My favorite one. I I enjoyed Spy Kids. I I mean, it's really like how couldn't you until it got further and further in the series and mm-hmm. it got worse and worse. Um, looking back, I would say Spy Kids number one. I can't deny. I mean, Shark Boy and Lava Girl sucks, <laughs> but I can't deny the fact that little me wanted to watch that every hour of every day. Yeah. Do you know so, who directed it? No. Robert Rodriguez. Which is he directed Desperado. Hey, Antonio! Wait, no, I was thinking Spy Kids. Like, I was he, like Antonio Banderas. I think he directed Spy Kids too. Like he he made these movies for his kids, but he could also make a badass movie like oh, uh, Fuck yeah, yeah, Desperado. Yeah, so that's uh, interesting. So, what was it like search. for you going back and watching it now? Because it seems like it's you were been like ten years. It seems like plus. you were enjoying it. I did enjoy it. I mean, there were some parts where I wanted to mute the TV for a second and wait for them to stop arguing or screaming. Because that got really annoying. A little over the top. For there sure. were some parts I recognized as much more corny than I did as a child, like the uh, Dax Shepard being Walter, being one of the brothers. <sighs> yeah, spoiler alert. From the future. Spoiler alert. He's like, yeah, I wish my brother would disappear, and I it was the worst mistake ever. But the Zorgons, I remember being very frightened, <laughs> and during the intense. Zorgon scenes where it's creeping up the stairs and they're like trying to be quiet. I remember like that was like piss my pants moments. And like, all fairness, scary. You were a very easily scared young man. I remember whenever the first Conjuring movie came out, when the credits rolled, I started crying. I mean, I don't know how old I was then, probably sixth grade, which is too old to be crying at the end of a movie. But to be honest, that is one of I, I think that it should have been on Rotten Tomatoes' top three scariest movies of all time. The Conjuring? I think the first one... I liked it a lot. I, it was and it was a great story, too, and it was good to watch. It was one of the scariest movies I'd seen in a long time. Yeah. It's just the second one sucked dick, and yeah. the nun I didn't even try. But when you were a kid, I, <laughs> I'd be on the computer, and I'd call you over and be like, hey, watch this car <sighs> drive around the bend, and it'd be one of those scary things. I'd you'd be like, okay. <laughs> yep, and then you'd cry and go the running. face pops up. And then I showed you the Michael Jackson's Thriller video, and I think you ended up running in the other room, and, and you got in the fetal position. Hiding underneath. in the corner <laughs> of the corner of the kitchen. I was a terrible dad. <laughs> I mean, I probably annoyed you all the fucking time. You remember little fucking Danny I mean, around? It always feels good annoying someone who annoys you back sure. or annoys you first. And I do that quite a bit because you can be annoying as fuck. <laughs> and you annoy me as in when I say like, oh, that was a big ass piece of cake. 
You're eating like, ass cake? That ass cake? Yep. And you're just, you do the dad jokes is annoying. That's not a dad joke. Dad, that dad jokes dad don't, joke. don't use the word ass. <laughs> Fine, then you're a dirty grandpa joke. Right, so would you rather play, based on these movies, would you rather play Jumanji or Zathura? New Jumanji or old one? Let's just go the classics. Okay, that's what I was hoping. Uh, I mean, I haven't seen the first Jumanji in 10 years. It's been so long. So this uh, is a terrible question to ask you? Sort of. I remember the scariest thing in Jumanji being the hunter who chased them with a gun mm-hmm. and like Walmart and stuff. But I think I would choose Jumanji. Yeah, I would say give me Jumanji too because at least I'm still on Earth and I can yeah. like try to run away from my problems like, like I do in real life. Aliens, death robots. And you can't fucking get showers. out of your house. You're yeah, and you're, tr- you're confined in a house like... If you're confined in a house with elephant charges, that would be different. Mm-hmm. Like a big herd of elephants. I do remember that being in one part, but mm-hmm. there was just a stampede of all sorts of animals. Yeah. Like through the town. Mm-hmm. Rhinos and shit. Fuck that. <laughs> like imagine just getting like like how you see those uh bull guys, the matadors or matadors getting fucked up. I root like, for the imagine, bulls. I, I, I rooted for the people until I saw the pictures of, like, bulls with hella spears yeah. like, sticking out of them. It's not just like in the cartoons like yeah. where they, like, like, go up to the red cape and... And, and people cheer whenever he, like, dodges it. Like, that's cool. But then there's a, like... Uh, it looked like like a pinata or something. Like, throw a bunch of spears in the pinata, mm-hmm. everybody. And it's still walking around trying to defend itself. And yeah. then there's, like, eight matadors in there or whatever. And it's like, oh. then they bring in guys on horses with like these spear things to kind of finish it off. Like, I mean, what is, I, is that tradition? How often do they I do mean, that? It's, it's a Spanish tradition, I guess. Oh, fuck that. Yeah, I, I always root for the bull. Yeah, like not I, like I watch a lot of bullfighting. Well, no, but I don't. every time I see one on Reddit or something, I'm like waiting for the dude to get gutted because mm-hmm. that's most of the time what happens. Just get that horn like, right up the ass. That horn, no, like right in the underbelly, like under your belly button and like <sighs> into that shit yeah. inside you. And then they like get like carried around. That's like, ew, that's gross. And uh, oh, that's a dude. But it's like, that dude is going to kill that bull. I'd like but, to throw Danny into the bull ring. <laughs> Zathura 2 and they won. Danny goes to the bull ring and gets annihilated by a bull. Zathura 2. Electric yeah. boogaloo. No, they, they definitely kill the bulls every time. I just got an idea for my list, everybody. Oh, shit. What's, and what's that? Breaking 2, electric boogaloo? Well, breaking 1 first, ideally. Yeah. I remember you showed me Turbo was I one of the guys. I think you showed me both of them. Doesn't one of them dies, right? I don't think so. Uh, maybe. Well, I know there was one part where they're like in one of those like cubes that is like a set, like yeah. a house. It spins. Yeah. Like he's dancing on the ceiling. I thought that was so cool. I mean, it's kind of cool. I mean, it's breaking, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would if I could have one skill, I feel like break dancing would be somewhere near like the top list. I mean, we've had this conversation before. I know, but break, break I didn't never think about there. it. How often do you think of break dancing? All right, so being anything? being able to beat ass, being able to play any instrument well, and sing. I said pretty close to the top list. So th- like having that superpowers. Could mean top fifteen. <laughs> no, we're not counting superpowers. Okay. I thought real life skills. So would you want to break dance like the guy who spins around on his back and on his head, or, or would with you like want his to, feet in the air? Or would you rather crazy? like be able to do the, do no, the, the wave I'm, I'm and like looking the, at you. the robot and shit like the that? The shit you do in the kitchen? <laughs> no, I could already do that. I food dance, man. When I, when I'm hungry you and I'm making some food, I, I fucking food dance, and it's good stuff. I used to realize when I was doing it, 
and a lot of times now it's more second nature, mm-hmm. and my mom will be like, "Oh, you're food dancing, just like, like your pa." Fuck yeah, I am. Damn it. All right, so I really, I don't know that I really have much more to say about Zathura. Um, we don't. There isn't. Oh, Kristen Stewart was in it. She yeah. played the older sister. She was frozen for most of the movie or asleep mm-hmm. most of the movie. Like cryogenically frozen. She didn't, she didn't really bring a lot to this. I liked her in Adventureland. She was really good in Adventureland. But that's, I've seen her in this, Twilight 1, because I think we saw that in theaters or something. I did not see that in a theater. Well, I mean, I don't I did not see thought. that at all. I don't know. I've seen, I've seen Twilight 1 for some reason. All right, let's get into favorite parts. And you go mm-hmm. first, because i got to think about this. Yeah. And I really liked... Uh, I just thought Jack Shepard was cool. I like the robot. I think that part might be my favorite. I think my favorite part was any part where Danny was in danger of dying <laughs> and just the hope that maybe he would. <laughs> he screamed a lot. I didn't realize it when I was that age, but now that I'm older, I realize how much I hate the voices of little boys, especially my own in like recordings or video of me. I hate it. Hmm. Like... <laughs> Another reason why kids are not in the cards. Yeah, is, you no. You do not want kids. No. And you know what? I'm 100% okay with not being a grandfather. And you, all these people my age are like, oh, you can't wait till you become a grandfather. It's going to be so awesome. It's just like no other thing. Nah. It's I'm just go- like having a kid again. I'm good. I don't need somebody saying, hey, we're going to drop off the grandkids <laughs> yeah. for the weekend so <laughs> we're we can go, go out and do something Go fun. get a hotel. No, fuck that shit. I'm not interested in changing diapers anymore or I'm trying not to corral a three-year-old. In- I am not interested in getting anyone else's poop near me. Like, you you could never get a, a woman pregnant because you can't even stand looking at pregnant women. Yeah. Like, you have this aversion. I, I don't know what it is. I mean, it sounds rude, but, like, in my human growth and development class, I've probably already said this, in sophomore year of high school, there's, like, there's this video that the teacher's showing because that's all she did, and it was just, like, a bunch of ladies. They're getting, like ultrasounds and stuff and i thought you had to be like kind of careful when you're touching a pregnant belly but they're like digging in there like it looks like sometimes they're trying to make hobo stabbing or something like (laughs) they're just like pushing this weird remote control with jelly all over it they might be trying to make the baby move so they can take the measurements or cave its skull in the way they're doing it and so it's just like (laughs) that grossed me out I but, bet I could make him dry heave if I just described a pregnant well, belly with the, like the, the line going down. The rest it of this story, like a foot sticking out. The lady had the black line of death on her belly button, and I dry heaved in the whole class. Like turned and looked at me. I just put my head down. The rest of the video, <sighs> and like I guess I mean, I always thought pregnancy was like weird and gross. I even hate the word. I mean, it is a little weird and gross. Uh, I'm not, not going to deny little. that. I mean, I don't know, but. That made me dry heave, and that's when I really realized, okay, so I got a problem. <laughs> I watched your sister being born. Like, I saw the peeking. I saw the hair. You heard the... I saw things that, <laughs> Does that what it nobody's like? supposed to see. If I you can remember. hear it over the fucking screaming. You, you know what I do remember hearing? And I, thankfully, I didn't see because I was like, you know what? I've had enough of this. Let me go near the front and be by your head and just give you some... <laughs> Some tips on how to breathe or push. I, I just push. don't want to see anymore. Like, what am I gonna say? Like the episiotomy 
is when they have to, the hole's not big enough, so they do a little cutting with scissors. Like up towards the belly button or down towards the asshole? Up towards the belly button, I think. Oh. I wasn't there to watch that part. Mom got one of those? Holy shit, the howl that she did, because she didn't want, like, I know, she wanted she went a natural. natural. And so there was no epidural. She did get some pain meds. She got an epidural for me, didn't yeah, she? she? Yeah, she was like, she was fuck like, that, fuck man. That but yeah, the the howl that she made when they when they did the episiotomy. You don't, I, it's weird to me that you didn't say blood curdling scream. You instead said howl, and somehow that is ten times worse. Dude, it was terrible. It was it was absolutely terrible. So yeah, I uh, I can't imagine. I, I kind of wish it was like the olden days where the guy just smoked outside and then waited till they came out and said, "Hey, you had a son, you had a daughter," and, and then your you're wife, like, hey, your wife's dead. And you passed out cigars. The olden days, their wives all died. He <laughs> did not. And I, what is the olden days? I'm thinking about like, like back in the fifties, like or something top like hats that. and shit. Like no, I'm thinking I'm, of like, oh yes, you have a healthy baby boy, but your wife is dead because our <laughs> medicine sucks. I mean, I know women can just straight up die from giving birth. That's sure. another thing. Like, if my wife died giving birth, dude, I would be, like, irreparable. And then I'd have this little fucker with me that I'd be stuck with. <laughs> It'd be impossible to deal with that. A single dad? <laughs> yeah, but without the also the premise of your wife is dead from giving birth to your mistake, <laughs> from giving birth to your weak pullout game. I am not worried about having grandchildren and all. And if my grandchildren happen to be listening to this, I love you. Okay? It's not that I don't love you. I just didn't want you. But <laughs> I mean, I guess that, me with a kid, maybe. But now that you're here, um, granddaddy loves you. <laughs> this is going to be so <laughs> it's, weird. It's because I didn't know you at the time. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Bucket of chicken. I guess... Uh, Whoever made that robot, how it was. I really, I don't know. I just really like that robot. Okay. All right. Mine's Dak Shepard. That, that's, that was my other one. And the, not necessarily because he was the only good was actor. Was fantastic in this movie or anything, which, which he was compared to everybody else. I mean, Tim, Rob, Tim Robbins was good, but he had a screen time of like 10 minutes. Tiny little part. But Dak Shepard is a really cool guy. One of the guys I like to listen to on radio is friends with Dax Shepard. And the way he became friends with Dax Shepard is he interviewed his wife. Uh, he's married to Kristen Bell, which is the girl from uh, that you the movie you refused to watch, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Uh, she's the blonde one? Yeah, yeah. And she became friends with this radio guy. And then they were like, come on out to L.A. or wherever they live. And they like put him up and let him drive their car around. And it, I mean... Just listening to him on his podcast, which is called Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard, he's a really nice, down-to-earth guy. He's given people cars before. I mean, he's he's one of those people that we need more of. You know, famous people who are good. Who are still a normal person. Who do good things. He's just an awesome guy. All right, let's get to score time. Give it a 60. That's what I was thinking too. Right, right on the nose. 60. We've been pretty close on these past few movies. Yeah, I remember this movie. Uh, and I, I would have I, given it way higher. As oh, I know, I know. It was on quite a bit in our house, and I think the first time I saw it, I was kind of like, eh, "This is, you know, it's it's Jumanji in space, kind of a ripoff." But I didn't, but I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it. So yeah, I think sixty's fair because it's. I don't hate it. I don't dislike it. I don't love it. 
Mm-hmm. So 60 just seems like the right number for that. I give Danny a, a minus 12. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. You got anything else? Nope. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in to episode number 49 of Movie Muggin'. Next time, it'll be number 50, and how <laughs> fitting, it'll be my turn to do number 50. Damn it. That that's very fitting. Yeah, so I'm not fitting. sure what I'm going to pick yet. I'm going to have to pick no pressure but pick something kick ass. Dude, I got so many bangers. It's it's not even an issue. All right, so if you want to keep up with us, you can find us on Instagram at moviemuggin or Twitter at moviemuggin or you can email us at moviemuggin at gmail.com. We appreciate you listening and have a movie muggin day. See ya. Margot Robbie's boobies.